Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Let Go, Let God podcast. I'm so excited that y'all are tuning in. I have a very special guest with me today, and I am going to give him an introduction in just a minute, but I want to start off the podcast as I always do with just a quick prayer. So here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. I just pray that you bless this conversation and just um, show your presence in this room and guide whatever whatever it is you want us to talk about, Lord. I just thank you so much for all you've done, all you're doing, and all that you will continue to do. And in your name I pray, amen. amen. <clears throat> all right, so the guest that I have on the podcast today is my one and only dad. So I'm very excited to have you on today. He definitely takes part in you know, me being the person that I am today. And so I'm very excited for him to share um, some of the things that God has taught him in his life. And I'm excited for you guys to all get some good nuggets. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. So we're going to start with a first, the first question. And I kind of wanted to talk about your job a little bit because you were at one job for a while and now you are retired and so life looks a lot different than it has the past 40 years right right first of all hey everybody um and thank you for having me on erica of course um uh yes i worked there for almost 40 years it was about 39 and a half years wow. and a big for a big um shipping company um waking up early in the morning and I used to like to tell people, you know, um, I do more before. I used to say, pretend like I was a Marine. Hey, man, I do more than more before 5 a.m. than most people do all day long. But um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, it's been it's a long time mm-hmm. that I worked there. Yeah. I, I remember being a little girl and always, like, waking up at 2 a.m. And I would hear you and mom, like, downstairs, like, she would be making your lunch and getting you ready to go to work because he would go to work from like 2 a.m. to what, 11 or 12? It could be 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, you know, in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, just whenever I got done. Yeah. Know. How does it feel to be done? <laughs> uh, you know, um, I don't like to say that I'm retired, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I'm retired from that place. But... Um, it's it's great. It's like a kind of a weight lifted off me, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Um, and uh, but you know, I I stay busy, and you know, I'm gonna be doing some other things uh, that I'm working on and stuff like that. Um, you know, whatever God allows me to do. Right. And um, so I've been I've been busy. Mm-hmm. What's something that you're enjoying doing that you weren't able to do for? almost 40 years because of work? Um, you know, well, probably sleeping till I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes a little too long, you know, but yeah. um, I think probably, you know, there's, there's things like I couldn't stay up later at night sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, okay. and just do off the cuff things. Hey, you know, we want to go to the Suns game or you want to do that. Oh man, I got to work tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. got to get up to her. And there's people out there that still do that stuff, you know, but after a while you, you just, it just kind of, it's just kind of like, you know what? I can't do that, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, 
So doing off the cuff things that maybe at night or, you know, sleeping in a little bit. Um, when I say sleeping in, I'm talking like a normal person. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> five or six instead of one or two. Yeah. So um, that's probably the biggest difference, you know, and, and this is fairly new for me too. So, yeah. so other things will come up. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who are nurses and a lot of them have worked the night shift for a while mm-hmm. and they say that it really is challenging because mm-hmm. their bodies are all like out of whack and all that stuff. And so I don't know how you guys do it. So yeah, it props to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get into the question of the podcast. And so mm-hmm. what would you say is a life-changing lesson that the Lord has taught you? Um, well, you know, there's a lot of them. I, I wrote some stuff down here. Um, but I think the main thing that, you know, I've learned over time is um, that if you are, you know, there's a, like I said, there's a lot of life-changing things that I've learned. Um, but the one for me that really sticks out at the moment right now is, um, you know, if, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, if you're in God's mm-hmm. will and you're... Um, you know, if you follow him, doing what you're supposed to be, you're going to be happy. Yeah. And when you're not, things kind of tend to get messed up. Yeah. And and, and you're not you're not as happy, and um, sometimes just plain miserable. You know, and I can <clears throat> attest to that throughout my whole life. You know, just kind of, you know, because it's a constant battle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you go along with the crowd, and when you shouldn't, then you're miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if you go against the crowd, you might be the people you were against, you know, the people that you're not with might um, not like it, but you're happy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, you know, it's just a constant battle and, and it's a lesson, you know, something that it, it, it's that I've always worked on and tried to work on anyway. Yeah. And so that's probably one of the more important things. That's definitely a big one. And I feel that it's come up a lot in my life recently, actually. Mm -hmm. Me and a couple of my friends have talked about, you know, the concept of instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And in today's society, it's like, we want everything and we want it yesterday. Right. (laughs) And so we'll do whatever we can to get it as soon as possible. And a lot of the times we don't think about how that will affect us in the long run. Mm -hmm. And so... That's really good. I I think that, too, it's not always the easiest thing to to always take the right, the right road, the high road, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think something to always remember, though, is it's always worth it. I think at the beginning, whenever I have made some major life changes following God, then at first it's really tough and there's lots of suffering and uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. But then, like, God will see you through. And I always say, if God leads you to it, he will see you through it. And I always that's remember right. that. And so that's, that's really, right. that's really good. So what would you say is your mission from God? Do you ever feel like he gave you something to do? And maybe there's multiple things that he's called you to do throughout your life. Um, 
anything mean that sticks uh, out? You know what? Um, by the way, if that dog starts getting crazy, I'm going to have to go get him, get her. <laughs> yeah, um, we, the other um, one's sleeping let, here. Let, let me answer this real quick. Um, uh, yeah, I might have to get that yeah, dog. Maybe, so maybe we could, if you want to wait just a second, yeah. it'll be, it'll be me t- real quick. One second. We were trying to figure out what to do with the dogs while we were recording this because they're very needy and don't like to be uh, don't like to be locked up in a room. And so, you know, they just want to come hang out. This is Vinny. He's our cute little Chihuahua. He's getting very old too. All right, I think they'll be. I think they'll be good if they just sit here, and I hold them like this. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with us. Sorry. Um, okay. So, what was the question again? What is what is my oh mission? Uh, <coughs> um. You know, uh, that's a good question, um, and I used to think, well. I, Man, I really don't want to be a missionary, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to Africa or whatever. But when it boils right down to it, uh, I think that um, my mission was just to take care of you kids and mom, mm-hmm. yeah, and provide for you. And then there were some other things that I was coaching for almost ten years um, for a yeah, while. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So, uh, but as far as my mission. I think right now, um, that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think you did raising me? And I have two two brothers and a mom, a lovely mom as well. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, you kids have been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't have any complaints. You know, obviously your life is not over yet, you know. So, right. um, you know, remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. How well you handle things, you know, later on in life. So we'll see. But so far, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I think, I mean, I would like to say I turned out pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I think that the boys turned out pretty good as well. And so I think your mom did a great job. Oh, thanks. So, What would you say is something that God is teaching you right now in this season of life? Um... You know, just to be more, more, uh, to work on my, on my faith in him more, mm-hmm. um, and to just be consistent, you know, with, uh, you know, I wrote, let me see, I wrote that, that's, um, um, yeah, I you know, that, you that should be a that. lifelong lesson for anybody who's a, a Christian or a believer is to always work on your faith and stuff, you know, but sometimes mm-hmm. when you're, when you're like this, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 you, you're, you're not going to be as mature as you should be. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of something that uh, I've been working on. Um, yeah. It is, a, it is a lifelong lesson for sure. And there's a lot, a lot of highs and a lot of lows. You know, I think whenever we're in the lows, a lot of times we can really be drawn to God because we're like dependent on Him and we really need Him to help us through the tough times. And then whenever things are going really good, I think it can be easy for us to forget that he got us out of the dirt, you know? And so I think remembering Mm -hmm. 
to praise him whenever things are going good and remember that he's the one who got us there. And then whenever we are weak and we need help, it's like remembering that we're not alone in that. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely, yeah, a lifelong lesson that everybody should remember as they go on their walk with Christ. Right. And, and another thing too is just getting to know him better because you're going to spend eternity mm-hmm. uh, with him. Right. If you're a believer, of course. And, yeah. And um, so might as well get to know him. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be there forever. You, know, you might think, oh, I got forever to learn that. But no, yeah. that's why he wants you to read his word and, and yeah. pray and stuff like that. And that goes back to the mission of my, one of the mission parts of my podcast is to bring heaven on earth. And so we got to start that now. We got to start prepping now for eternity, which Mm -hmm. is really cool. I know you had mentioned that the scripture James 4, 8 was really powerful to you. And so I want to read it to you guys. If you haven't heard it, it's draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So I do want to kind of dive into this a little bit. And before we do, I just want to say this is something that, again, has been coming up super often. I feel like for the past year of my life, I've drawn nearer to God than I ever have before. And I always wondered how to hear from God, how to get clarity from him, how to even recognize his voice. Mm -hmm. And this verse says it all. It's draw near to him and he will draw near to you. And I've seen God, you know, work in so many different ways, just like little signs. Like I've seen shooting stars and I know that it's, it's God. I've just like felt things on my heart and I know that it's God and he will speak to everybody in different ways. And he does promise to draw near to you if you draw near to him it's kind of like it's literally like a friendship you know friendships aren't one-way streaks you can't just you know get from your friend and just have them pour into you and not really give anything to them because that's not necessarily a healthy relationship and so the same thing it's like the same thing with God so it talks about knowing God and drawing near to him I know I just touched on some things. Is there anything else? No, I I just, you know, (laughs) the first part of that verse is really what, you know, of course it's long, you know, draw draw an eye to him and he would draw an eye to you. Um, And I like that because, you know, God is, you know, he gives us um, free will and he's not going to impose himself on, you know, Mm -hmm. on us. So it's up to us whether we want to get close to him or not. Mm-hmm. And and if you really do, if you're really searching, if you really want to, then yeah, he's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna um, get close and, and he's gonna answer some questions you might have or whatever it is that you know you're you're trying to accomplish or that he it, basically it's it's up to us mm-hmm. to pursue him. Yeah. Now he does pursue certain people and he will, you know, like mm-hmm. he did with Jonah and mm-hmm. Moses and. Yeah. Some of those guys, Saul, Paul, um, but um, but he also gives us free will. Those mm-hmm. guys could have said, no, nah, I'm not doing that. You yeah. Know? Which Jonah did, you know. Right. <laughs> then but, there were the consequences of getting yeah. eaten by the whales. Yeah. So um, I'm really glad you brought that up, though, because I think a lot of the times some of us think we're not worthy or we're not good enough or, you know, 
God just doesn't want to use us because of all the reasons that we might have in our head. But something that I can, I can say is God wants to use whoever is willing to be used. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times when you read the Bible stories, a lot in the Old Testament too, you see that God doesn't use the strongest people. He uses the people who are the most willing Mm -hmm. and the most obedient. And so I'm really glad that you brought that up because I think that that's, a really big thing that people need to hear. I used to think that all the time. I didn't really think that I had a lot to offer and I saw all these other people doing these amazing things and I thought, man, God is really working in them. It totally makes sense because of who they are. And then once I started drawing near to God and seeking him, he spoke to me, he led me and he's using me. And I think Mm -hmm. he can do that with every single person who ever is willing to to submit to God. So that's really mm. good. I didn't prep you for this question, mm. but if you can't think of anyone at the top of your okay. head, that's okay. But I did want to ask you, is there anybody in your life, maybe a good friend or even an influencer that you would say has been a good spiritual leader to you? Uh, well, yeah, there are. There's actually, well, you know, one being my, my dad. Yeah. Um, and my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was younger, I had some, some great teachers and stuff uh, at the church that we went to. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did I? To, huh? Sorry. Did you go to a private school as well? I went to a private school, yes, okay. um, growing up. Yeah. So you could see I'm kind of sheltered, I guess. <laughs> um, but, you know, I li- also lived in the real world, too. So I know, yeah. you know... Um, uh, I know, you know, both sides of everything, mm-hmm. but, um, had some great, uh, teachers, um, uh, pastors and stuff like that when I was younger. Yeah. Um, uh, pastor Dick Mercado was a person I that I him. looked up to him, him and his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, were probably, you know, some, some, People, you know, I wouldn't say they were my, my, they didn't disciple me or anything like that, but, but, you know, they, they were, you know, they were, they were very influ- influential mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, in my life. Yeah. So, yeah. and along with my mom and dad, of course, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there's been other people, man, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to start. I could probably just make a big long list of people, you know, but I'm not yeah. going to do that. But those probably are probably some of the biggest ones, you know, mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, I definitely want to have your dad on the podcast too. Yeah, do it. He has a lot of spiritual wisdom, so that's yeah. good. And going into kind of now that you've been talking about your family and your past a little bit, can you share a little bit about how you became a Christian and when you decided, I know you were raised. Yeah, I was, I was very young, you know, mm-hmm. so, and, um, you know, I was probably five years old or something mm-hmm. like that when I came to know the Lord and that was through my mother. Um, and do you remember the day? Did she sit I, you down? You know, and... you know, I remember, I remember it. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, the, the thing is sometimes when you get saved when you're young, um, 
sometimes you really think later in life, man, did I really do that? You know, <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, man, I better make sure about that, you know? Yeah. Um, because it almost seems like it's just, it's just, it's just, I don't remember much when I was five. Yeah. Five, six years old. I do remember that. Um, and, uh, but you know, one of the things that I've always said is that you know, when you get saved, you young like that you don't have this massive change in your life right like some you haven't people lived do. very long yeah <laughs> um like some people you know do they have this ma- you see it yeah you that's see a it. good point so i always i always struggled with that because i'm like man i don't feel any different i don't you know <laughs> yeah you know i didn't i wasn't um a murderer and now all of a sudden i'm saved you know right um so i have struggled with that and you know, you just have to, uh, it's something that you just have to confirm to yourself and mm-hmm. ask the Lord to help you with over, mm-hmm. if it does start to bother you, you know, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. anyway, that's, that's what happened with me. Something that I always recommend for those who are struggling with their faith is the book of 1 John. Anytime there's a new believer I always recommend that they read 1 John because it talks a lot about salvation. So if that's you, that's definitely a good book to read. And it's very short, so it's very easy to get through. But I don't know if you knew this, but I think I was five, five years old whenever I accepted Christ into my Mm -hmm. life. And I just remember, and mom could tell this story better than me, but from what I remember, I was so distraught one day that, I was going to go to hell and that mm-hmm. I wasn't saved and that like I just was like I was crying and I remember it was one morning before school and I was talking to mom and I was just crying mm-hmm. because I was like I don't think that I'm saved I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven and mm-hmm. I remember she kept me home from school that day and we sat on my bed and we prayed together and and then I asked God into my life and then after that I I knew, but then same thing with you. I had struggled with anxiety for a while and I was always anxious like, oh, did I say a good enough prayer? Mm-hmm. Like, am I, you know, am I still going to go to heaven? And, you know, this is a big controversial topic, but at the end of the day, God knows your heart. And so mm-hmm. I'll kind of leave it at that. But I think it's a natural worry or anxiety to be like, oh my goodness, did I say the prayer good enough? Or mm-hmm. especially when you're so little. And now I don't worry about that, but <laughs> right. No, I, and for me, it was the crucifixion story. Yeah. I should have mentioned that earlier. It was, it was the one that, you know, um, you didn't did know it for it was... me. No, no, that's, that's, that's just the fact that Jesus would come down and give yeah. his life like that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, did I realize that I was a massive sinner? No, I, I, I realized I was, I was a sinner, but did I, I may not even understood what, you know, I knew what was right and wrong and, right. you know, the implications of everything that, um, that happened on that cross. But, but, uh, just the fact that, that, that happened and, and of course, you know, I didn't want to go, I don't want to go to hell either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And... Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what, what did it for me. Yeah. It's interesting because I think there's a lot of things that can be that one thing for people like something like that really and I think that's obviously a big part of salvation we have to believe that but there's a lot of things 
that we learn in our walk where it's like that one thing that really helped that one person turn that leaf or make that decision or whatever. Mm -hmm. So everyone's different. So next I kind of want to dive into some of your um, core values. And so I remember you had mentioned gratefulness and thankfulness and then also forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We actually talked a lot about forgiveness on another podcast and I think it's it's a big topic for sure. Um, gratefulness and thankfulness is so big. And I think we talk about that a lot in today's society too. It's like, be grateful for what you have and whatnot, but don't take that lightly. Like I've totally shifted my mindset a lot of times just by, instead of worrying, being grateful for what I have. And I kind of wanted to dive into a couple of those. Do you have anything else to touch on those? Um, no, I've always tried to be a grateful person thankful you know for everything that I have you know if someone gave me something hey thanks a lot you know or you know mm -hmm. just um you know I, I I've tried to tell my mom and dad thank you for you know the mm -hmm. things that you did for us when we were younger and, uh you know they sacrificed a lot sending us to these schools you know um and I've always been thankful for that now I'm not saying you know private schools or Christian schools or whatever are the there's, there's bad things that happen in those schools too, you know, mm -hmm. we all know that, but, um, you know, but just the fact that, you know, they were, they did what they did and, um, put, to put us through these schools, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I know they didn't have money and stuff for that. And now, you know, they didn't have the tax things and stuff they have nowadays for that kind of stuff, but, um, they did a lot for us, you know, and, and then just so, you know, I've kind of learned over time just to be grateful about everything, you know, thank mm -hmm. the Lord for oh, another day of life, you know, or, um, well, <clears throat> I mean, I can keep going on and on, but I, I've, I've just tried to keep that attitude. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, definitely. It's, it's a huge thing whenever you can just shift your mindset to be grateful for what you mm -hmm. have versus, you know, focusing on what you don't have or thinking negative thoughts or whatever. It's like, whenever I get into those ruts, I just think, okay, what am I, what are five things I'm grateful for right now? And then it usually makes me feel a little bit better, right. <laughs> better than when I did before. You know, I have to laugh because, you know, I used to, you know, you run into someone, Hey, um, how's, how's everything going or whatever. And they start complaining about their job or whatever. Like, hey man, at least you're working. Mm-hmm. You know how You're many people work. aren't working or don't want to work, you know? Yeah. Um, you, you know, and, and so it's it's kind of, I don't know, just different things like that. I try to always be grateful for everything and not complain, you know? Right. Um, as far as forgiveness, you know, hey, I'm, I don't know if it's just my personality or, uh, you know, I know some people hold grudges and stuff. And I, it's hard for me to do that. Mm -hmm. for a long period of time um so i i've always i don't know like i said if it's my personality but i've i've always tried to uh be a forgiving person because you know i'm forgiven mm -hmm. you know and i've done yeah. some things that are not <coughs> yeah you know i definitely don't want to talk about but um <laughs> we all have <laughs> um so uh you know that's another thing too if someone hurts my feelings or whatever I might be a little bummed out for you know but I usually don't I'll forgive you know I usually don't hold it against them try not to and mm -hmm. so you know I've just been tried I've just tried to be that way mm -hmm. what would you say are some things that you do 
daily or consistently to continue to grow your relationship with the Lord? Well, for many, many years, there was nothing. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, you know, and the older I get, the, um, um, I, the things I've been doing is just trying to read my Bible and right. um, just try to keep my mind clean, you know, focused on. Right. Yeah. Um, I love how you said that, actually. Don't mean to interrupt you, but... It is so important what we feed our brains, like the music that we're listening to, the podcast that we mm-hmm. listen to, mm-hmm. even the TV shows that we watch. Like I've completely shifted a bunch of things mm-hmm. and it's, it's so powerful. So I'm really glad that you No, that. I, you know, I mean, you know what, there's even some stuff that I, I still struggle now. I'm like, man, yeah. I, that's funny. I want to listen to that, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, or I got into the habit of it, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, maybe wasn't totally bad, but just maybe some of the language or something, you know, mm-hmm. was probably not the best. Um, yeah. And um, I, I, it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard, you know, and that's some of the things I've been trying to do is just trying to clean, keep my, you know, like I said, you know, yeah. it's very important to read every yes. day and pray. Yes. Um, hey, you know, it's a habit that has to be developed. And sometimes mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. Ah, man, I got up too late today, you know? Yeah. I don't have time. Well, come on, you know? Yeah. 15 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've been really focusing on that and trying to work on that and yeah. um, to, to, get, to get closer to the Lord. That's a constant thing is reading your Bible, I think. That's always the number one thing I say, and I've talked about this before, but reading your Bible because you're drawing near to God, you're getting to know God, and yes, you can listen to pastors and people and mm-hmm. friends and whatever, but you you can only hear from God yourself and whatever he's going to tell you is like so powerful and so reading and then praying too that's just such a big thing my prayer life has definitely gotten better over the past year I, I used to just kind of like say quick little prayers and also for the record whenever you guys pray you don't need to you don't need to sit down and pray for 10 minutes every single time. Like I'm mm-hmm. in a constant dialogue with God all day long. And it was actually hard for me to sit down and pray sometimes because it would be hard for me to focus. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, God, like I don't really know what to do. And so I just decided to keep an open dialogue with God all day long. And then whenever I feel something on my heart, I just pray it. And there are some people who can sit down for 30 minutes or an hour and just pray. And I think it's good to be able to do that every once in a while, or if that's your gift, then definitely do that. But also, um, I think just a really cool thing that I've been doing as well is journaling my prayers. And it's really cool because Mm -hmm. whenever I'm, you know, feeling like I don't see God working or I'm confused on what he's doing. I look back on the answered prayers and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember when I was in that really rough spot. And it's a God, good idea. I never, I never really thought about that. Yeah. That was one of my, one of my goals for 2022 was to journal my prayers. And it was really cool to look back on them. Mm. And also just, I know a lot of the times we say, you know, oh, I'll pray for you. Or yeah. like, is there anything I can pray for? And then most of the time, you know, it just, yeah. do we actually pray? Like, maybe we do, maybe we don't, but when you write no, it I've down. I've been guilty of that. Hey, I've <laughs> I been praying too. for you, man. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, you just. Yeah. Mm. It's, <laughs> Sorry. It's powerful, <laughs> though, because if you, I would challenge you guys to 
say those things and then write it down or um, mm -hmm. do something with it. And then it actually makes you remember to pray for them. And then, you know, the follow-up is really important. It's like a week later or two weeks later, it's like, hey, how was that appointment that you went to or how was that mm -hmm. job interview or whatever? Um, and I think a lot of the times with prayer, we just think it's this big, big thing that sometimes we don't even want to step into because we feel like we don't know how to do it. Um, there's no specific way to pray. Um, there's some. There's a really great book out there. There's a lot of great prayer books. Like I recommend finding some of those. But I think one of the main, like a couple of the main things to do whenever you are praying is, first of all, praise. Like thank God for all the things that He's done. And then second of all, ask for forgiveness so that you can let whatever's going on go. And then talk to Him about your day. Talk to Him about what's going good, what you need help with. So. I'm glad that you brought up prayer. So, the next thing I want to talk about is I had asked you what mm -hmm. a what a good compliment you've received oh, has been. Okay. And well, you know, I've gotten a lot of good compliments, you know, over my from mom and um, uh, you know, you guys, and you know, I, you know, you know, the one that kind of sticks out into my head that I'll always remember is. You know, I have a friend that I worked with for many years, and uh, you know, he had oh, he had told me that that I was like a dad to him, and I'm like, what man? I'm probably a bad example for you, <laughs> you know. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, but uh, but I think it was because you know he he you know he could say things to me and talk to me about things, and I wouldn't be getting on him or you know I just listen. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times I can't you know. I don't know if he expected me to give him answers or whatever, but I think he just liked talking to me and sharing with me, do, you know, mm -hmm. something that he couldn't do uh, with his with his own father. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I, I I take that as a as a good compliment, and yeah. um, that's just one that sticks out right, you know, right when you ask me that. Yeah. And so that that's the one thing that I remember. Yeah, that's good, and I think that what there's something really good in that because a lot of the times people just need someone to talk to and they don't have someone that they can feel safe with or comfortable with and so then they end up hiding everything and mm. they don't talk about it and then you know it can lead to not so great things and so just being that person for somebody to just listen yeah. um, a lot of times we actually don't have to say much we just need to listen because that's what that's what people are looking for, is someone yeah. to listen to them. I've learned that with mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't need to, don't, don't try to fix anything. Yeah. You just listen. You exactly. Know? <laughs> people, people just want to be heard. Yeah. And so just listening. And I think, too, you had mentioned, I don't know if you had just said this, but when I was talking to you before, you talked about how he could talk to you and he didn't feel judged. Right. I, I think, like yeah, that. he didn't feel judged and he, you know. And he felt like I was, I think, was just listening to him, mm -hmm. you know? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever necessarily remember giving him this great advice that he came yeah. and thanked me for later or anything like that. I just, I just think he appreciated that. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be, I think a lot of times we're like, I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do. But again, it goes back to listening and if people feel heard, they're going to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And and then I truly feel the Lord will put something on your heart to say if, if there is something that needs to be said. I know just growing up with you, that's actually something that I always felt comfortable with was 
I just felt like I could tell you anything, like if I ever did something wrong don't or tell mom. Don't tell mom. I'm though. like, hey, yeah. I gotta tell you something. Don't tell mom. But uh, <laughs> um, and I know uh. she eventually found out, which is fine. But um, that's something that I always did. I always knew that I could come to you if something ever happened or. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that I struggled with a lot of anxiety for mm-hmm. almost, I mean, for years and years and years. And I always knew that I could call you and just be like, hey, I'm not feeling very good. Like, can you just talk to me or like, you know, mm-hmm. give some insight to me? And I, I never felt like I was a burden or that you were judging me or, um, you know, you didn't tell me to just get over it and be happy yeah. and that's exactly what I needed in that moment and and then there are times where we've sat down and talked and then I've asked you for advice or you've given me you know your opinion or whatever and then that's needed too but that is definitely something that is um something good to do is just to listen mm-hmm. for sure listen more so yeah super good stuff Last question I'm going to ask you is, mm-hmm. again, I didn't prep you for this, Uh-oh. but <laughs> what is something that you wish you could have told your younger self? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of things come to mind. Uh, oh, yeah. In fact, I think I saw a TV show about this one time. Uh, and um, <laughs> um, I don't uh, Man, wow. Uh, wow. That's something to think about. Definitely. You know what? I, I I guess looking back at it now, I mean, if I if if I if I can go back and tell my younger self this is to just, you know, you're gonna want to do stupid things. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. You know. Yeah. Um, you're you're gonna. You know, if I went back and through my life and say, look, this this situation, this and this and this one. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, but any you know that's kind of obvious, but. Yeah. I think I'd probably go back and tell my younger self, you know, hey, you know what? You need to get grounded in mm-hmm. God's word. And, yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying that because of what you're doing here on this podcast. I mean, if anyone asked me that on the street, I'd tell them the same thing. Yeah. I'd say, well, you know, I would go back and probably be a lot spiritually stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least try to work to that end. Um, uh you know, if I if, if I can go back and, and do it again. And of course, there's some financial things I'd do different and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Of course, you know, who wouldn't? Yeah. But, you know, if you want to look at the long term of things, um, I would say, hey, get yourself uh, spiritually grounded and stay that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, kind of like jo- Joshua telling the people of Israel, hey, don't screw this up, you know. Yeah. But of course, you know, we're going to, you know, yeah. and, um, and they even knew that he even knew that before he sent him in there and to yeah. do in Moses and whatever. Anyway, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get grounded in God. That's so good. And I think, I think that whenever we do that, everything else just kind of overflows. And this is a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is stuff that has come up very recently in my life and different conversations. And it's just whenever we root everything in him, like he will flourish and provide and give us abundance in all the different areas. And so if you don't know where to go, turn to God because Mm -hmm. he may not give you answers right away, but the more you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. That's right. Good stuff. That's right. 
Well, thank you so much for being on today. You're, I... you're welcome. You're welcome. And you're doing a great job. Thank you. Keep it up. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I really loved chatting with you and kind of diving into some of these things. And I hope that um, you guys got some good stuff from our conversation that you can take with you in your walk with God. So until next time. Bye, guys.